people out there in TV land, this is the official DLC Guys podcast show. I'm your host, Matt Bailey, along with my equal but toast press co-host, Mr. Danny Todd. Bidjilda. And we are coming at you live from the DF Dub Circa episode 16. Yes. Xander, how are we doing today? Feeling good, feeling great. Feeling great, feeling good. How are you? I don't know. Let's go. Whoa. Episode 16. Snaps. This is 1-6. Yes, we are back. We are back. After a long week of E3, ups and downs. Yes. We are back. After a long week of E3. It was a long week of E3. Yes. And there were ups and downs. That was a very astute observation. And if you haven't seen our update video for E3, check out episode 15. We went into full detail of all the major conferences, and we gave our official DLC guys score. Yes. Uh, We didn't rank E3 as a whole, though. Hmm. I would say, let's do it right now. You heard it here, folks. DLC guys, live. 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 Or whenever you hear this, it will be live for you. Yes. <laughs> live is relative. Yes, it's relative. We're gonna be- Time is relative. Ooh. I just hiccuped. Yeah, the jiggups. <laughs> the jiggers. Whoa, gonna- I can't say that. <laughs> <laughs> uh, like we said before, you're hearing a live ranking of E3 2019. Xander. Let's hear what you got. That's my drum roll. I would say that was terrible, by the way. A six and a half. That's pretty generous. I would say six and a half because they muscled through without Sony, and they still kept uh, presentation high, even if it was some disappointments. They still made it look like. An important event. And I enjoyed all the criticism and all the love for all the games. So I say a six and a half. I mean, we got to, as, as a gaming community, we have to keep something going. Yeah. Yeah. That's, until that's something true. takes the three spot. Um, okay. So you said 6.5? 6.5. 6.5. That's a little bit, a little bit more generous than me. Uh, I would give it an even kill five. Hmm. Even kill five. Um, as many low points as there were with Microsoft, EA, um, Nintendo, especially, um, there was there was enough high points with Bethesda and Ubisoft and uh, Square Enix. Yeah, Square Enix. That I think it was it was kind of like an even kill. They were they were so good that it kind of raised the bar of everybody else that. Uh, that in my opinion, just kind of went through the motions. Uh, and I've seen a lot of other people's reviews. I, I've seen a lot of mixed reviews. A lot of people have been down, but I've seen a lot of people who have been saying this was Nintendo's best E3 yet. And I was like, what? Nintendo's? Yes, they were talking about this was Nintendo's best Nintendo Direct slash E3 showing ever. Uh, and I was I, his name Cody Barrett. I, no, <laughs> shout out to Cody still if, on if tour. You're, if you're OG, you understand that joke. Shout out to Cody Barrett still on tour, yes. sir Barrett. We salute you, sir. We need you to drop some tracks for us for the yeah. DLC guys. Hey, there you go. So what are we talking about today? Episode sixteen. 
today. Hopefully, is, it's a good note, right? No, <laughs> no, it, it ain't nothing good about this note today. Um, I was recently just kind of well. I'll, I'll tell you how, how it started. I was recently um, just researching what what uh, Fortnite was all about because yeah. my son came up to me and he was like, "Daddy, can I play, can I play Fortnite?" I said, "No, bro. You're only five. Wow, no. he knew about Fortnite. Yeah, he's, wow. he's been playing. He's been playing and watching my my nephew play over at my sister's house. Yeah. So he's like, "Can I play Fortnite? I already know how." I said, "No, but you can watch me play." Yeah. So I started. I I went and turned it on, or I I had I needed to download an update, and I was like, Ugh. "Why?" My my biggest gripe with PlayStation. This is a side side note. My biggest gripe with PlayStation. Fix the requirements for download space. Oh my gosh! It is. I, I I know you don't you don't you don't deal with it now because you have an external. But yeah. For those that do not have an external hard drive, I mean that's not, what that's why I got an external because I got. I mean it's so I had fifty seven gigs worth of space on my PlayStation. It has to be some type of protection. All something. I wanted to do was download the update for. Uh, what was for the uh, not the division uh Fortnite? for destiny 2 oh okay i wanted to download the update and that's it the update was like eight gigs a, a side note of the side note is the dlc for destiny 2 free now i don't believe so okay well when it becomes free maybe i mean don't don't hold me to that but i don't believe so okay um but so yeah i, I was just I, I wanted to play destiny just you know i wanted to, i wanted to play some pvp and it was like you had I had I had fifty seven gigs, but we're not here to talk about. But so in, in, anywho, anywho, other than that, gripe, PlayStation, please fix that. Sony, fix that. Give give us an update to fix that. PlayStation Five, <laughs> whatever. Uh, so I I started downloading downloading Fortnite and. and I was like, I started thinking to myself, why, why did I stop playing this game? And I remembered, okay, it was just Battle Royale. I don't really care about Battle Royale that much. I mean, it, it yeah. was cool like the very first couple of times we played, but I hate the fact that once you die, you have to log out of the actual game and go back to waiting. Yeah. It's like, I, ugh, I can't stand that. You know, because after the first match... I mean, I've made it as I've made it as far as to the top five. It's a long and process, and I've only played. I I don't think I've played the game. I don't think I've played more than ten matches, in since the time that I've had it. I literally made one video on my gaming channel for Fortnite. Yes, wow. and I call it Road to Royale episode <laughs> number one, and that's the only episode that's I made. A, a, I mean, for me as 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 a as a gamer, it's I get the hype though. I get the hype. I, I do. So let's let's start off with that. Like Battle Royale has been successful. It it has. Okay. It has. For me, I don't I don't really I don't really care that much about it. So so I was like, okay, yeah, I stopped playing it because that's all it was, and it I felt like it was a waste of my time. So then I started thinking about, okay, wasn't Save the World supposed to come out like last year or the year before? You know, how old is how old is Fortnite to begin with? 
And so I started digging around, and I remember hearing it at E3 in 2017 when we went to the PlayStation event, and it yeah. was all the rage, right? And we were so hyped. Yeah. We even even on our, you know what, we'll leave link right here. Click on this video, and you can watch our uh, podcast where we're talking about Fortnite and how hyped we were for oh, yeah. it. And I was like, why, why were we, why did we not get hype for Fortnite after it came out? Because from what I remember, it was supposed to be dope. Like, Save the World was was like well, I was gung ho about. Save I made the a video. I made a video on the on this channel, DLC guys, about um, when Battle Royale first came out. Yeah, that it was going to be free, and so. In my mind, I was thinking, okay, that's cool. They're giving us um, access to it with a free battle royale mode, so they can continue to develop yeah. the game. And, and I think your exact words were, "They're giving us the multiplayer part of it first, yeah, while they're working on the main part of the game." Yeah. And so I remembered that, so I went to go look up. I went. I wanted to refresh my mind, get get familiar. What made me so hype? about about it so i went to youtube to try and find a video and lo and behold i found the fort fortnite announcement trailer and so when i was getting ready to click on it i saw something and bro when you showed me this i saw something here and i i'll put it up on the screen for you uh let me go to actually let me just pull up a youtube page real quick give me a second all right here we go. We've got, all right, here we go. Now we've got YouTube right here. And so all I did was I just went to Fort, see it's already there, Fortnite announcement trailer. And so I clicked on whichever one, Fortnite teaser trailer, okay. And then I saw seven years ago. I was like, uh, Seven years ago, the Fortnite teaser 2019, trailer. I was like, no, that can't possibly be right because it's, I remember hearing about this game for the first time yeah. a couple years ago. There's no way, there's no way that this game was announced in 2011 or 2012, what, what have you. And uh, so let's go ahead and click on it. I forgot. Quick. I don't even remember how this trailer went. So let's react to this. Put the camera down, man. It's showtime. All right, clear! Art style is pretty much the same. Hey, we yeah. got some good stuff, man. Hurry up, don't This was seven years ago. Seven years ago. Okay, so there was another video, right? 
So we'll, we'll yeah. let's talk about this this one. Okay, so 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 we'll talk. I remember about this that. video now. Okay, so that came when I saw that, I was like, that looks awesome. Yeah, that looks amazing. We still at that point we still didn't know exactly what the game was. We just knew that there would be zombies. Yes, and for the longest time we've been we me and you Xander we've been talking about we want a survivalist game think, where you can build forts and we were think about it seven years ago The Walking Dead was in this right prime. right. Yeah. It was in its prime and it was just ramping up. And this would have been amazing. Yeah. GTA 5 was brand new. Yeah. It was a different art style. And I remember people talking about how great epic games were and that they really believed in the company. But is there another trailer that showed? I felt like it was another trailer, not the Battle Royale trailer. But it was another trailer that showed some gameplay. Because I don't know which one, but E3, it was, they showed some of the gameplay. Yes. So it's the it's an actual gameplay trailer. Yeah. That they showed. Um, let me go ahead and bring that up real quick. And it's. Well, that's, that's the Battle Royale. I'm talking okay. about it was an actual um, Fortnite game like because I remember this that trailer okay let me find it but while you're talking about that I can talk um, finding that I can talk about how I got to research epic games okay I I found it yeah too late put it put a thumb in yeah okay so the Fortnite gameplay trailer right here this is 2017 Yeah, this is a trailer. Yeah. If you're out there, we need your help. We're in a theater watching this. Yes. Monsters followed. They took everything. Our towns, our families. The few of us left are in serious danger. Now, it's time to Yep, this is a trailer. Okay, so right off the bat, right here. Four-player co-op. Right. It, it, it already reminded me of... Okay, I've seen the zombies. I see the four people on top of a roof. It reminds me of Left 4 Dead. Yeah. So And Left 4 Dead was huge. More cartoonish. It was huge on Xbox 360, PlayStation 3. Yeah. It was absolutely huge. And I was like, okay, this is, the, this is another evolution of that game where you can actually fortify and you're having waves and waves of zombies coming at you. This is what I'm talking about. So let's continue. Let's continue the trailer. The trailer. So it looked like you had different classes, different classes of heroes. Look at That's that, the forts. Man. Look at that. Look at that huge fort. So it made it look like it was an open world. Yeah. You never know what you'll find or 
scavenge for stuff. Yeah. With with a team. Yeah. One of, the, one, of the, one of the things that I remember saying, oh, excuse me, golly, one of the things I remember saying in that, um, in that episode that we recorded was I said, I cannot wait to fortify forts at night. Yeah. And you, you know what else I thought about? This was also a time where we were playing Minecraft. Yeah. Before we got into art, we were playing Minecraft. So we were like, Man, you're adding the ability to build a fort and defend it. Yeah. Like something that we wanted out of Minecraft. Ark wasn't even out yet. Ark wasn't uh, heard about yet. At this, not, not, uh, well. It was, it was well, out it, on PC. Well, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. Never, never mind. Ark, Ark was out in 2017. Yeah. We, we just weren't yeah. aware of it. But, I mean, the, the fort building and everything, let, let's continue. I mean, I just wanna, look at it. It's, yeah. Different classes. Right. Um, you got the sword, the hammer, the look like I don't know. It was just different. Look like different I think they're classes. gonna they're gonna talk about they're gonna talk about the different classes. Edit mode lets you customize pieces to fit your needs. Make doors or windows, or get more creative. Stronger materials like stone or metal will give your fort more staying power. Being able to build on the fly lets you respond to threats quickly and adapt when you need to. You didn't make all this just to watch it get knocked down. Defend your fort the way you want. Build sniper towers if that's your style. Or use all of the powerful traps you've crafted to make amazing damage. So it's like tower defense almost. Yeah. Like everything that I love. <laughs> Look at that. It's a skull. Like a whole city. With what you've harvested, you can craft hundreds of weapons from melee to heavy arms. See? That customization. Okay. That's an element that we have not seen at all. Not even in Battle Royale. There's nothing as far as crafting. It's only loot-based. Yeah. Which, I mean, that's fine. That's Battle Royale. But if this is what you're talking about... In your gameplay trailer, then there we we got a disconnect somewhere. Yeah. Set up the perfect surprise attack. That's awesome. Wow. Right. Right. You can make two different bases. Here you go. Shown. 
Right. So it's a crap. Oh, I forgot a skill tree. Yeah, yeah. A whole skill tree. Available everywhere July 25th. That was 2017. So not this July 20th. July 25th, 2017. Here's the thing, too. Um, I haven't played Save the World, the one that they sell. So I don't know if this is actually in the game. No. But I tell you this. I tell you this. I'm scared to buy Save the World because I feel like it won't get any attention. No, no. It, and like, it, they're not going <clears> to <throat> set priority for that. It's going to be priority for Battle Royale. And I'm glad you said that because, uh, what is this? Uh, from Kotaku's website, uh, on April the 8th, uh, there's an article by a person named Nathan Grayson. And he writes, and basically the title of the article is Why People Are So Mad about the Epic Games Store. Basically, Epic Games. Oh, yeah. I heard about this. And it, it, it goes in to talk about how um, how the game is different depending on the platform that you, that you have or that you're playing on. And it, it's, it, it, it also, it, it just kind of... Uh, let me do that over again. Keep going, keep going. It, it, it begins to break down how the, the game is different depending on the platform that you're playing it on. So, like, for instance, if you're playing it on uh, Nintendo, you may not have access to the same, the same uh, perks, the same weapons. Not that they really make a difference at all. But you won't have access to a lot of that stuff. Yeah. And then more recently is the there's there's kind of reports and news coming out about how overworked the developers are at Epic Games. See, the people who that's, created. That's that's what that's where I started researching about Epic Games. Because during the E three I was watching a live stream of the black Hukagi and he had a um one day I want to meet you, man. You seem pretty cool, so just shout out if you, if you know him. Let let him know the DLC guys are like and Dashy, yeah, Dashy too, and Corey Kenshin. Yeah, but um, so I was watching his live stream of the PC reveal, and when Epic came up, his live chat was spamming F Epic like. Wow. So I'm like, man, why is everybody hating on Epic? I'm like, you have some people that can't stand the monopoly that they took. You know, the Battle Royale, I understand that, but not enough to spam the live chat. So I started looking it up, and I saw a whole bunch of, and I don't know where I was during this time, but articles dating back three months ago, talking about the developers came out and said that they're working 70 to 100 hour weeks, and like that the work environment was very toxic. Yeah. And that they were always in crunch mode. Like some games you you know you're 
revving up for the launch. So, of course, you may work more hours. But Fortnite, since the beginning of this Battle Royale mode, these um, developers and workers have been working, what, 70 to 100 hours a, a week. Yeah. Always in crunch mode. And always patching and always getting... I mean, because they, they want to stay on top. And here's the thing. Fortnite is making money, too. Yeah. So, yeah. it's... if You don't even have to play <clears throat> video games to understand how big Fortnite is. It's so big that it made it into movies. Like, with dialogue and movies. I think we reported this last year or about six, seven months ago. That Fortnite had reached a billion dollars in revenue. Yeah, like that is crazy, and I know it's way more now. Okay, so so I found an article where it talks about some of the choice quotes uh, that somebody that somebody had said from that actually works at Epic Games, uh, working on Fortnite. And they said, uh, "quote I work an average of seventy hours a week," said one employee. There's probably at least 50 or even 100 people at Epic working those hours. I know people who pull 100 hours a week. That's crazy. 100 hours a week. How yeah. many How many hours? There's, what, there's 160 hours in, in a week? There, I know this. I, you instantly think about this. Like there's seven days in a week. Yeah. If you worked, what, about 13... I don't know. I don't know. The, I can't do the math right off the bat. But I know if you only worked five days a week, you're working 20 hours a day. No, oh, yeah. Day. Yeah. Yeah, that's an insane amount of time. Yeah. So, okay. So, if you there's 168 hours in a week, 24 times 7. So, they're working basically five days straight. Five days. Oh, just about I, five days straight. Well, I saw one report where the... Um, Employee was saying that they were working Saturdays too. I mean, that's, I, that's they might not had a day off. Here, okay. So here's here's the thing. Uh, the, the the guy's quote goes on to say the company gives us unlimited time off, unlimited time off. But he says it's but it's almost impossible to take the time off if I take time off. The workload falls on other people, and nobody wants to be that guy. And if we, I don't know, I don't know, I know me and you, but we, probably some of you guys too. You understand when your boss says, yeah, take a day off. But you know that you can't take a day off. Like yeah. when they say we're having voluntary Saturday time, yeah. they really mean mandatory. Right, yeah. And if you don't come in, it's yeah. going to be consequences. Yeah. Like they technically can't say that you can't take a day off. But I, I know this feeling, too, because where we used to work at Chase, it was like that. Yeah. If you didn't come in to work, that meant some of the people you worked with had to work even harder. But um, like it, it's... I, and this is not... Here's the thing, too. This, this is what got me. The gaming industry is so big right now. Like, it's pulling in so much money as a, as a, a whole entity. When we start getting into making that much money, like these companies don't care about you no. or your well-being. So, so the guy goes on to, to quote, uh, he has another quote. He says, 
I know some people who refuse to work weekends and then we missed a deadline because their part of the package wasn't completed and they were fired. Yep. Said another source. The people are losing their jobs because they don't want to work these hours. Yep. That's insane. Like, I don't care how popular your game is or how much in demand it is. If you're not taking care of your employees, you're eventually your line of business is going to suffer. And here's the thing, though. What's the average age of people playing Fortnite? 10, probably. 10 to, give me a... I, I'd probably say 10 to 17. Yeah, maybe 10 to... I'll say up in the 20s or something like that. The majority, maybe. Yeah. But do they care? No. They don't care at all. No, they just but, yell them off. And that's probably the group that's going to pay for the skins. Yeah. And all, you know, all the extra stuff. So, and I heard that they would, they signed a non-disclosure form. All the employees. So, the employees that are saying this risk losing their job and getting jail time or fined. But they understand that they have to get this out because it's wrong. Yeah. yeah. I mean, how many other gaming studios you think are doing this? None. You don't think none? I don't think anybody's working at this level. Yeah, I don't think anybody's working at that level for so long. I get it. it, Yeah, uh, I think we we, kind of discussed this a little bit. There's, I think there's times where everybody gets to that level, but it's it's not long. It's not like a longevity that's sustained. It may be okay. We're ramping up for this new DLC to drop. You know, like like case in point, uh, Ark is coming out with another expansion. Now yeah. they had they had something where uh, PC is getting re- PC got released today, um, but then the the uh, console there there was an issue with that or something something didn't go right so that's being released in uh, you said in, in July. July, so I, I'm I'm fairly certain that this kind of you know crunch is happening if you have if you're ramping up and you're doing a lot of work leading up to an endpoint. Then that's one thing. You can endure that for a couple of weeks because you know there's an end. But when there's no end in sight and you have to keep adding stuff that seems to be broken and then all the while you still have to keep up this one thing, I mean, you're gonna get people that are gonna be get burnt out. It's a it's a real quick. It's a monster, but they're making so much money. But like, I don't see how I understand. the only person that's gonna be able to do something about this is Epic. Everybody can Cry and talk about it, but as long as they're making money, like here's here's the thing too, and I don't know too much about the influencers that uh, really play Fortnite, but maybe if Ninja says something, yeah, I doubt it though because he's getting paid to yeah. lay in the sh- like paid. True, like, but it would take somebody like that, and maybe he did speak out. So don't don't kill me in the comments. If he already did, I'm not saying, I don't know. That's his, it, it's tough. I'm just saying he's like almost the face of Fortnite. Yeah. He, I mean, he really Besides is. Epic, Ninja is the next name that you right. think about with Fortnite. So I don't know, man. I feel like as gamers, it's our duty to bring this stuff to the light. Because, of course, those developers are gamers themselves. So, I mean, you wouldn't want your friends or yourself to be in a position like this and and change not come around um here's the thing it's easy for me to 
not play Fortnite because I don't play it already. I p- rarely yeah. play it. But what if this? What if this was the division? Would you stop playing? That's that's the question I'm asking. Like, would you do anything if this was a game that you really played? Would you? I mean, is there anything we can do? I. I think I think that you there is certain things that you can do. Um, but it would it would have to be on a much larger scale. It, I mean, you would have to be like, you would ha- there would have to be petitions to for petitions for equal rights, or you just have your entire development team just go out on strike. Seemingly, they're they're the only people that are working on the game, and then they're losing money, and then you find out why. But that would that would completely destroy the game. I, 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 there's, I mean, people wouldn't go back to it. So, but, you, yeah. But I think, I think it would have to come up, come from the, the higher ups that they would have to, they have to implement something, whether you're taking these weekly updates and, you know, making it, okay, we're, you know, starting from this date, we're not going to be doing weekly updates, we'll do monthly updates. You know, that's that's still crazy. I mean, but let's look at it from let's let's play devil's advocate mm-hmm. and look at it from the higher ups at Epic from their point of view. So you have a game that the popularity of this game swole so fast. It grew so fast. I don't think anybody saw this coming. No. This wave. So yeah. okay, now you're getting an influx of player of a player base. You, the game is free, but you have cosmetic items that people can buy. And then you look up and you have made a billion dollars off of cosmetic items. So now you're like, man, we were just doing this to build up save the world. And that's another topic. But what do you do? Do you, I mean, logically, you would try to ride that wave, right? Because you had a success. But, yeah, you need the man. I don't know. It's, I, I don't see, I'm trying to look at it from both sides. Because we do live in a country that you can walk out if you want to. I, I, okay. That's the thing. You can walk away from this job. Yeah. Yeah, there's there's nothing keeping them there. Yeah, and they're getting paid pretty good. So that's the thing. Like you're working seventy hours. There's laws. I know there's a minimum with this game being successful as it is. I gotta believe that Epic. We haven't seen any reports about them not getting paid as much or at a low level. Yeah. So I believe they're getting paid. I, I'm trying not to sound too harsh. But no, no, you I, can I you. walk I away. Um, I think so. Kind of, kind of leaning on leaning on that argument. I think that yes, they they blew up. They became a sensation overnight, just about. Yeah. But how long is that going to last? Man, I think I at think at least if, two years. If you right if now. you're if your goal is longevity, then. You you have to have time 
for your people to rest, your workers to rest. I mean, okay, so Fort, Fortnite blew up, and they're they're still like number two or number three on the list of all time highest grossing video games of all time, right? Number one is GTA Five. Tetris. Is GTA Five? Uh, Tetris is weirdly up there too. Well, well okay. Well, I'm, we're, we're talking about singular game. Yeah, not, not I would say yeah, game franchise. Singular game. GTA Five is the is the greatest grossing game of all time. They're not working these kind of hours. They're set up for longevity. They so did, they could, yeah. To your point, they did when it first. Like it was reports about. Rockstar working long hours, but like you said, it wasn't it consistently. Was, it it has been month. for like years. Yeah, that I mean that's I I I don't believe I I feel like it's either gonna it's gonna come to a head where people are gonna walk out massive massive amounts of people are gonna walk out of Epic Games, and then there's gonna be no game left. Like the servers are gonna go off. I feel like as quickly as it came, that's how fastly that's how fast it's gonna go. I said fastly. How but how fast do you think that they can get people to fill that spot? I'm th- I'm thinking, man, there's some developers out there know. that are itching to get a spot. Like and don't care about now, I'm not saying that it's right what Epic is doing. But I'm saying like the only way for it to be changed is 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 that it hit their it hits their pocketbook right, like it hits their money, hits their cash flow. Yeah. If all the developers walked out right now, you don't think it's a thousand more developers that are sitting at home or just got out of school? They'll be like, I will take that and work the hundred hours. Yeah, yeah. I mean, everything looks great from the other side, but once you get into it, I mean. I mean, for all intents and purposes, to me, my viewpoint of Epic Games and how they're treated, how their system works, it's 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 a form of slavery to me, because you're holding this you're holding this big old paycheck. I'm paying you all this money, but I need you to do all this work. They getting paid though, bro. You you may be getting paid, and they can where, walk out. When when do you have time to spend it? They don't. I, that's what I'm. That's so, why I'm, I'm looking at it from the point of view of I understand it's wrong that uh, Epic Games should change their practices, uh, develop new systems so that they don't have to work as long. Yeah. But nobody is physical. When I think about slavery, I think about physical, mental, like domination, right? Like. Where you cannot leave even if you wanted to. These people can leave this company. The reason why they're complaining, not complaining, <laughs> the reason why they're bringing this to light is because they actually love the company. They just don't like the hours. Yeah. Because if you didn't like the company in the hours, you would leave. I got you. So maybe this is just. I mean, it has to be said. It has to be. I'm glad this is getting out because there's some changes that need to happen. Yeah. Um, my thing is that is do we have any responsibility in this? As because gamers? it's public. Yeah. 
Now, did the people who bank at Chase have any responsibility for us and the way that we were treated when we worked there? What, Jamie Dimon, like the top? No, 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 like customers. Regular regular people who bank it, bank it. Say it just, again. Do, do, does regular Joe off the street have yeah. any responsibility to stand up for us when Not he's just all. a regular customer? So the, it, we don't, we as gamers don't have any responsibility. I'm trying we, to. We have, we have the ability to affect change, but we don't have, I don't believe that we have a responsibility to do that. That's why I'm, I'm. Because everything is done for a reason. Maybe it's for investors. Maybe it's for the gaming industry. It's not for us to hear this. But this did get put out there. Yeah. For people to report. Like, I. that's what I'm just saying. Like, why are we hearing about it now? Yeah. I, I, I think it's it's to the point where... There, there. It's getting to that head where there's either going to be a walkout, game stoppage, play stoppage. Something's, something's going to happen, and I think they're trying to. They're, they're reaching out for help before it gets to that point. Like you yeah. said, the people they love the game. They love being able to develop games for the fan base. So here's the thing. Let's let's take a. Be, it's easy for us to sit here right now and say this, right? Because we don't play Fortnite as much. Right. Imagine this. What if Bungie put out as much content as Fortnite did on a regular basis? We love that game. And then it comes out that Bungie is making people work 70 70 to 100 hours a week to put out that content. And then say, you know what? You're not going to get any content but once a year. If it's me, then I'll, I'll live with that. The way I am is... I want you to take care of your people so I can keep playing this game for as long as I and can. And I'm with you too. I want I want the quality versus you just getting me you just getting me stuff. If if it's on the backs of other people, that's such a huge sacrifice. I don't want to I don't want to have here's, anything to do with. Here's it. another thing that comes out at Bungie. Still the same scenario. Let's say Anthem, since it was kind of close, but we know it's not close. But let's just say Anthem was everything it was supposed to be. But they're, on the other hand, putting out that content. We're, like, we can say, man, I support that with Bungie. But we're also going to buy Anthem and all the DLCs if it's great. So Bungie is looking at it like, yeah, we made a cool move. But we're not making this much money. Or maybe it's it's as simple as cut your margins and hire more people. Yeah, yeah, it, like, can, it can be that too. Yeah, so I mean, it's a whole bunch of ways that this can, ha- I mean, this can play out. I'm, for one, happy to hear that it came out because the gaming industry is in a point where it's something we have never seen before. Gaming used to be, like video games used to be toys. The gaming industry now is a huge like it's a huge deal now yeah like we're probably gonna be playing video games for the rest of our lives oh yeah most definitely. like it used to be just a toy yeah it used when to be it, just something for kids yeah but now i play with my son yeah so it's still kind of new compared to like movies and stuff like that to other 
entertainment vehicles. But I mean, I think I think we dove into this. I mean, I I I, I got one more point that I want okay. to say. Um, I there there's a comment that, that I was just trying to take a look and see what people were thinking. And somebody said that uh, they said that my thing is they aren't really working hard enough and should just work more on the stuff that we want. Uh, but what I'm saying is stop giving us stuff nobody asked for and instead work on the stuff we want. That I think that's a powerful statement right there. Nobody asked for all these skins. Nobody asked for all this other stuff from the, the two trailers that we were shown. That's what we wanted in the first place. So, but that tells me that he doesn't mind them working 70 hours a week, but give us something we want instead. The developer's still going to work the same amount of hours. Let's say Save the World comes out and is everything we dreamed of. Constant update, huge community, huge uh, player base, but they're still working 70 hours. I'm fine with the rolling updates. But if it's but if it's if it's creating a toxic work environment for your employees, what money you take out the money? Yeah. And you know, if we're not adding that as a as a factor of them staying, if it's creating a toxic work environment for your employees, then scale it back. Yeah. Scale it back. Well, we, we, more. We don't. We as gamers do not need. It's not a necessity that we have to have updates. It's not mandatory that we need it. We can wait. You know, I think I think it, it's it's kind of a microcosm of, you know, the way the younger generation is now. We want it now, and it, they're trying to appease think, it. Think about think about what Epic. So I yeah. This is this is, this is my last thing. Like I think they should know, cut their margins and add more people. Yeah. To relieve the workload, right? They have to stay competitive because you have other battle royale modes. Apex was the closest to knocking them off. I don't know if they knocked them off, but they got in the ring with them. They certainly did take a giant margin of their of their player base. So if Fortnite would have cooled it down, like just looking at it from the higher ups, if they would have scaled down, they would have lost that territory. So I mean. It's other, like I said, hire more people, man. Take their workload off. <coughs> yeah, but that's my thoughts on Epic. You know, so I mean, before before kind of reading that, my initial reaction to what was going on with the game of Fortnite and why we didn't have what was supposed to be Save the World, the main game of it, it had me really, really pissed off. Um, at every games for that for just like not getting out this content but hearing this other stuff hearing how you know they're they're they have to work on these updates and everything you know i understand why it's out and i'm not so much upset over that but i'm still upset over the fact that you know they're they're, that kind of work environment is what what these devs are having to develop in and they may not a lot of them may not want to even work on that you know, uh, perhaps it's an, it's an issue where they have to work on this, and in their free time they get to work on save the world, which is what they originally wanted to do or what they were originally hired to do. You know, so I don't know. I, I if if Epic Games can hear me, I say 
figure out a better solution, whether that's hiring more people to diversify the workload or, you know, just scaling back on your the amount of updates and the the amount of time that you have in between. You know, maybe maybe do both and you still can diversify, you know, the the workload so that you can bring out the original intention of the game. So, you know, it's yeah. just it's just my two two cents about it. All right, after that, um man, that I was feel, deep. I feel I feel an emotional drain out of that. Yeah. But we got something for you on DLC guys. <laughs> we got some news that we love and mm-hmm. um we referenced it a little bit. It was announced that Ark is getting a free DLC map, and it's called Ark Valgero. And this map is Mel- let me tell you, this is a developer. Um, Wildcard is the developer, is the studio, and I've been loving you. Wildcard. I gotta chill when you said that, Wildcard. I know. <laughs> I've been loving uh, Wildcard because. They're one of the developers that listen to the community. Yes, they do. Yes, you can say do. what you want to say about the game. Some, I mean, but they really do listen to the community. Yes, they do. And so this particular map, um, you looking at it right here, right, right here. That's the um, trailer. It is a combination of all the biomes that were ever released and all the dinosaurs, plus a new dinosaur. That looks like a raptor, but it can kind of like fly a little bit, like yeah. glide, and it latches on to um, a dinosaur and can bite. And they have the pack bonus. There it is. There so it is. Look at that. Look at that. That's pretty at cool. Look at him getting it. So, oh, that's so dope. Back to why I love Wildcard. This was actually a mod that was created on PC. What was a mod? So, where a player actually made this map themselves. Oh, they really? modded it. Yeah. So Wildcard wow. just took the mod, improved it, made it huge, and added it to the official maps. Just like Ragnarok. Wow. Ragnarok started off as a mod. The center started off as a mod. That's dope. So, I mean, in this trailer, we see uh, Aberration. Uh, of course, it has all the biomes. So it's probably deserts, tundras. Uh, snowfall. Um, it has new. Ooh. You almost choked. I know. New, new caves. Yeah. New cave systems. I st- I've only been in the cave once. Yeah. This and in the trailer, it looks like it's going to be even more improved underwater caves. So that's a huge part for me. Um, in the trailer, you got the wyverns. The wyverns are back. Wyverns. Like you have the ice. Wyverns, wyverns, whatever you call them. I'm excited about this. And they show in the trailer, and we're just going to keep showing that trailer, where the brood mother is actually in the wild. Say what? Yeah. The, is that what's up? That's what that I big said? old spider was the brood mother. Oh, so you can snap. go through the woods and actually run into the brood mother. Yeah, I wonder if, I wonder if it'll be tameable. I don't know. I don't know. But I know the new dinosaur, I can't pronounce the name. But uh starts with a D. 
Oh, there yeah. you go right there. But uh, it it is you can't tame it. You have to catch the eggs. You have to get the eggs. Okay, so like a wyvern. Okay. Yeah, like a wyvern and rock drakes. All those dinosaurs are in this map too. Man. So everything from the so, island, everything from aberration, everything from scorched earth, everything from wait, I don't think what was the last update? Uh oh, uh aberration. No, not aberration. Yeah. It was right. aberration? Yep. No, aberration was the one extinction. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Aber extinction. Yeah, I I'm not sure if it's any of those tech machines in this one but see i mean it's the hugest map it's going to have bosses now the bosses are not new so the bosses are a combination of all the bosses the dragon the manacore which is like a tiger slash scorpion flying around <laughs> yeah <laughs> and the megapithecus like the huge gorilla king kong Word. So, I mean, I'm so. <laughs> oh, I'm pumped for this. Oh, I didn't know. Okay, so if if you're a gamer and you love open, massive worlds and you love things where you survive and craft things, you will absolutely love Ark. Yeah, you need to play it. it, it it's been out for what three years, three four years, it's, or something like that. We've known it for three or four years, so I'm not sure how long it's been out on PC, but we're console players. We're not, we don't have anything against PC. We would play PCs if we had the money to purchase a decent PC. I got, I, I got a PC, but it's a laptop. So, it, I mean, it can only play certain certain things. But um, this this is a... I mean, this episode, this podcast right here is a look at two sides of the spectrum for developers. It came August 29, 2017. Okay, on PS4. Yeah, I felt like it's it's been older though for PC players. Let's see. If I'm not, I don't know. Put release date up there. See you at the end. Yeah, of you're right. You're right. Oh, it's same. It's the same. Okay. It seemed, I felt like I've been hearing. Maybe I just heard about it. You know what? You know time. what? We heard about it several years before. Yeah. Uh, on the not, I, I think it was right after PlayStation Four came out because it was under a different name. Yeah. Uh, what was the What was the name? Do you remember the name? Isles or yeah. I don't know. Um, I figured it out. Yeah, but like I said, this podcast represents two sides of the spectrum. We talked about Epic in the beginning and how much. They're getting wrong right now. Yeah. I think Wildcard, I thought they were done with Ark. I thought we were going to see Ark fade away and maybe pop back up with an Ark 2 with the PlayStation 5 yeah. and Xbox Scarlet. But, I mean, they're back with another free map. And let me tell you, those servers, those official servers, day one of PC mm-hmm. are... Well, I don't have a PC. Let's talk about the consoles. Day one of the consoles of official servers is going to be mad. It's going to be crazy. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Like, it's going to be literally like Hunger Games. It it is. 
It, that's a that's a great way to explain what Ark is. Ark is like the Hunger Games. Man, Ark is so toxic and awesome at the same time. Like it's so hard to explain. What, what like, you mean toxic? Man, when you being griefed on there. Like, have you played on public service a lot? Oh yeah. Oh yeah. We we had a. Remember we built it up, man. Yeah. And let me tell you, we public service me- training times and like <sighs> unbelievable, but. Building up everything, you just and then just having somebody come on a pteranodon, scoop you up, drop you off a cliff, <laughs> and have their have their way with the rest come of your... and destroy your <laughs> base that you yeah. work five days on. It makes you not want to play it again. I saw I saw a video of a little kid that was uh, that was getting raided. Uh, no, no, not even raided. Is that the one this I showed you? Crying. He was no, uh, I don't, I don't think so. But this this little kid was crying, and then all of a sudden his mom gets on. Oh, that's the one I yeah. Uh-huh. His mom said, "Why are you doing this?" But then the mom, that was an awesome yes, video. Yes, yes. The mom was, the like, was like, "Well, you did." <laughs> okay, well, because because the little dude was like explaining to him, "This is my server. This is a paid server, uh, and the object of the game is, is play versus player." And he broke the rules. Like he did something crazy. Like the yeah. little kid. Yeah, and he's like, this this is what he gets. You know, he, he heard reports of this, so now he's losing his stuff. So he's like, well, okay. And you can hear the kid in the background talking about, why are you taking his side? Yeah. Man, but this, I'm excited about this game, man. Like, it is going down. So PC has been released. By the time you see this video, PC is already out. Yeah. Uh, we'll be getting it on consoles on PlayStation 4. Four and Xbox Scarlet, and I wonder if the Switch is getting it the same time. Possibly because Switch has Arc now. It's trash, but is it really? Yeah, it's trash. <laughs> is is it like it's it's not bad handheld, but when you put it on the dock on the TV, it looks really it bad. looks bad. God. But handheld looks alright. Handheld looks Man. but um. This is definitely something free DLC. This huge map, like they don't have loot boxes either. Like this is just they straight go in, survive, do what you got to do. In a sense, they kind of do with the uh, with the explorer notes, but it it just gives you. It's not a loot box though. Yeah, true. true. Yeah, you don't you don't pay actual real. Money. Yeah, 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 that, yeah. That's yeah. very that's very true, and it that's that's very true. I think I'm gonna play some art tonight. Yeah, I kind of want to play art because I'm excited about it. But then again, I'm like, everything I do will not matter at all because I'm gonna drop that map and go straight to the new one yeah. when it comes out. So, but well, I mean, you can host you can host your own server and then transfer your dinos and stuff. Yeah, I mean, here here's the thing too. If any of you guys comment below if you would love to play on a private server with us. Like a server where we can get in there and just have the Hunger Games. Like, yeah, it, it'll be it's fun. Like if you haven't played Ark, check it out. It's worth it. It is. You can probably get Ark now for twenty five, thirty dollars. This is a free DLC, so you don't have to pay for this. And within this DLC, you're getting all the dinos, so you don't have to pay for. It. I mean, you just have to pay for the game. 
But you don't have to pay for any other DLC. Just play this map. This map has all the biomes, has all the dinos. And I wonder if, if they have the new dinos from um from Extinction. Like the owl. Maybe. Maybe. I don't know. I don't know. Um, it, it was actually saying it came out on uh, Steam for PC in June 2015. That's what I thought. Yeah, that's what I thought. Like it, it was, it was early access, but the game actually technically launched in early access in beta. In, yeah, in um, 2017. Yeah, but yeah, I, I thought it was. It's been out for a while, at least the concept of it. Yeah, I mean, if you like open world games, dinos, like this is like Jurassic Park for real. It is. It is. Like. And, and and it's not you just you run around the entire time with a pitchfork and a spear and you know makes it like you can work your way up to a metal base a metal house. You can you, become you can, Iron Man. You can have you guns. You can fly. Yeah. You can have a jetpack. Like it, it 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 takes you from the evolution of technology all the, all the way through stuff we don't even have right to now. To the Stone Age, to the Revolution, like yeah, industrial, the industrial age. age. I mean. All the way up to information age, yeah. yeah. So it's it's a great game. Yeah, I'm I'm excited about it. Um, it's not too much I can say about it. I'm. It's it's refreshing. It was very refreshing to see this announcement. It is. It is. Like this is a game you you would definitely see gameplay. It is. We love playing this game. Absolutely, we yeah. most certainly do. And like like I said, if you want to play with us, if you have it on PS4, hit us up in the comments. We would love to play with you. Like, that's that's all I got to say about Video our, games, that is. Yeah, video, yeah, video games. Gotta make, gotta make that disclaimer. Yes, video vid, games. Well, that's all we got for today. We appreciate you watching the DLC, guys. Wait, that's not it. Oh! <laughs> I sound like the Switch. Oh, snap. It's the end of the podcast, so you know what time it's for. One's gotta go. One's gotta go. One's gotta go. One's gotta go. I was late, but we we gotta make some official music for it. Well, yeah, we'll we'll we'll, we'll create it. You know what? You know what? Since you make beats and stuff, and I do stuff, and make beats and stuff, let's both next week come together with a jingle. Yeah, for one's got to go. For one's got to go, and we'll let the fans decide. Yeah, that sounds good. So, fans, you have to be vocal. Yes. You have to be vocal. You have to be exclusively <laughs> vocal. <laughs> and here's the thing. If you haven't seen One's Got to Go from us, it's where we take four things, and one of those things has to be erased from history forever. Forever. The past, the present, and the future. That thing does not exist. So today, we have a special gamers edition of One's Gotta Go. And today, the choices will be Mario Kart. Ooh! Zelda. Clink, clink, clink! Smash Brothers. Pop, pop, pop! Pow, son! And the entire Mario Adventure series. So that's Mario... Mario two three four six all that. <laughs> <laughs> so one has to go. 
So for me, the way I always like to start off this game is to select one that I know I cannot live without. What's the category, though? So the category today is gaming franchises. More specifically, Nintendo. Yes, dear old Nintendo. Something <clears throat> that we both said that we we mm. love very much. Latino. I love yes. I love old school Nintendo. Now, yeah. not so much. So one thing I like to do when I first start these videos off, well, this segment off, I like to take one that I know I can't live without. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And the first mm -hmm. one for me that comes off the board and can never be erased. Don't go there. Don't go there yet. Let's just let's just say what they are first. Yeah. Well, Mario Kart, Zelda, Smash Brothers, and the Mario Adventure series, i.e., Super Mario sixty four, Super Mario Galaxy, Galaxy. What's the new Odyssey? Yeah. One, two, and three. Odyssey, Odyssey. Hey. So, the first one that has to stay like has to come off of this board for me would be Mario Adventure Series as like you, you mean how about we say the first one up on the board to stay yeah that's what I mean that's okay. the one to stay on the board for me okay like you can't erase that for me no because it's so many memories with this with that series I think all the other ones are birthed out of this some of the most evolutionary gameplay. Mario 64 changed gaming forever. Yeah. And it can't be erased. Yeah. It can't be erased for me. So what would be the one that you can't erase? Like right off, uh, right off the bat, I'd have to say... Probably the same one, Mario Adventure Series. Yeah. Um, there's... It, it, it basically paved the way for every single game there is right now. Yeah. It, with with a small with a small simple platformer. Yep. We got innovation with Super Mario Brothers 2 even though people don't want to give it its props for its innovation. Super Mario Brothers 2 was, which was technically Super Mario Brothers 3 was lost levels was actually Super Mario Brothers 2. Anywho, um you know, we got innovation from that, and then from there, we got Super Mario Brothers 3, and then innovation, the, the script was made flipped. That didn't sound right. The script was just basically flipped when Mario went 3D in Super Mario 64, and yeah. has never looked back. So, nope. from all the way from Mario Odyssey to Mario Super Mario uh, Sunshine to Mar uh, Galaxy. Galaxy series. Odyssey. You, you, can't, you can't get rid of those. Yeah, you, you if if you can, then something's wrong with you. Yeah, so we agree on that one. That one has to stay, oh, yeah, no matter most, what. Most definitely. So for me, the second one that would have to stay. Let me do. Let me do my second. One. Okay, go. Second one. All right, all right. For me, the second one that has to stay has to be Mario Kart. Okay. And the reason being is when I was growing up, I was about twelve or thirteen uh, when Mario Kart first originally came out. Uh, well. Mario Kart on 64 came out. I had played it, and it was, I mean, it was hours of fun on Super Nintendo, uh, the original Mario Kart. But when Super Mario Kart came out, uh, ev everybody was playing it. You talk, 
You, which one you talking about on sixty four? Yes. Okay, yeah, because it was one on Nintendo. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I said, I oh, said okay. that that was that was loads of fun already. Yeah. But something something changed when it came to yeah. s- when it came to Super Mario Kart on Nintendo sixty four. Super Mario Kart sixty four. Was it no? When it came to Mario Kart sixty four. Mario Excuse Kart, me. yeah. Mario Kart sixty four. Uh, I remember. I have fond memories of playing that in like youth group at kid you know at church where after church Bro, they yes. had they had playstations they had playstation ones and then they had nintendos nintendo 64s and there was four of each i kid you not there were every single sunday after church there were lines and Bro. lines waiting to play super mario waiting to play mario kart and i just realized this Nintendo 64 had four ports on the yeah. front of it. Yeah. So you can play four people right off the bat. Right like, off the bat. Yeah, that was that was cold. And man. if you came in last, you getting up off. Yes, you got to get off those sticks. Get off the sticks. Man. And actually, it even got to the point where whoever's on first is the only person that stayed on. Yeah. Just Everybody to get, else. cycle through faster. Man, you talking about when I got that game... When I got when we got the system, it was over. Man, I still remember those courses, man. I for me, um, I I gotta go there with you again. Like Mario Kart has to stay on the board for me, for the simple fact that I can play that any time and get enjoyment out of it. Oh yeah, most definitely. And the threshold for it is low. Like you definitely have skill. That you can yeah. incorporate into Mario Kart. But anybody can grab those sticks and jump on. Yeah. Like, it's not a big learning curve. And at the same time, you can become a professional at it. <laughs> like, and I mean, I can't remember a bad one. And I'm, I'm going to confess to this. I really, I hate, not hate it. I couldn't stand the first one. Mario Kart. No, no, you you right. I mean, when it, yeah, yeah, I I, get I didn't you. get the point. Like it was hard to control. Yeah. But when Mario Kart sixty four came out, I thought it was. I mean, I don't even know the time period between Mario sixty four and Mario Kart. But when I seeing both of those games made me think, how can gaming get any better? Yeah. Like. <laughs> like is everything that I wanted. So Mario Kart and Mario Adventure series has to stay on the board for me. So that brings us down to two. Zelda right. and Smash, Smash Brothers. Woo! Alright, and uh I think I'm gonna flip the script on you, bro. How you know what I'm gonna say? Because I, I have a feeling. You know what, you go ahead. You want to go ahead and talk about yours? All right. So I was thinking about this. I love Zelda and Smash Brothers. I'm probably one of the few people that didn't really jump into Breath of the Wild. I know, don't, don't, don't tear me up. I ain't nothing wrong with that. But I just, I, maybe I hit it at the wrong time. I just didn't get into Breath of the Wild. Love Smash Brothers Smash Brothers in the sense that it was just like Mario Kart. Like, playing with people was awesome. 
I think the one that has to go and be erased out of history, though, will be Smash Brothers. What? What? I did not expect you to say that. Let me tell you why. I did not expect you to say that. Because I was thinking history, right? Yeah. Past, present, and future. I did play Zelda growing up. Zelda was one of the one games before I could get my hands on a game like Skyrim that gave me that sense of adventure and exploration and that fantasy part that I love. So I can't see me giving up Zelda because I felt like that's where it sparked the first love of like exploration, fantasy genre. For me. Okay. And seeing it on Nintendo 64, I had the same feeling that I had for Mario 64. Like, it really, like, being able to explore the dungeons. And I played this on Nintendo and loved it when it was top down. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And being able to upgrade and gather things and just make your, and choose seamless I mean, it probably was more linear than what I thought it was at the time, but it felt like I can make my own decisions in some points. You know, now I know that it was yeah, all linear. Yeah, yeah. The reason why I have to give up Smash Brothers is it was evolutionary, but I felt like there are other fighting games that I could play. Like, I was a big Tekken fan, Mortal Kombat fan. Uh, I even play Soul Calibur sometimes. But I think I have to keep Zelda, Mario Kart, and Mario Adventure series and let Smash Brothers go. Man, the, the, the reasons you said are basically the same reasons for me uh, that I choose Smash Brothers to go. Wow. Um, I remember I, I never really played Zelda as a kid. But when I grew up, I mean, I did play this game called Spiritual Warfare, which I'll show <laughs> oh right here. God. It's basically a, a Jesus version of Zelda. Yeah. I love that game. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but more so more so than that, the reason I, keep, I would keep Zelda is because Zelda paved the way for every other uh, strategy RPG game that we have. Yeah. Without Zelda, we would not have Final Fantasy. Without Zelda, we wouldn't have Destiny. Without Zelda, we wouldn't have Fantasy Star Online. Skyrim. Skyrim. Yeah. The Elder Scrolls. I think it, it laid the groundwork. It really did. Um, and Smash Brothers is basically the exact same game from its inception to where it is right now. Yeah, they... Ooh. I know some people are butt hurt right now. I don't. I don't care. They, but I understand what you're saying. There, there are plenty more other games that are other fighting games that are better. I don't even consider Smash even really a fighting game. I consider it more a party game. It is a party yeah. game. It's very. It has a big competitive scene. I understand why because certain characters have certain, you know ins and outs strategies that you can use yeah but 
I'm one of those rare people that don't look at it as the holy grail of fighting games. No, I, I don't either. I, <laughs> I, I, in my opinion, that game is Street Fighter. Yeah. There, it, 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 now, if you were talking about Street Fighter, we got to get rid of Street Fighter, then we'd have a problem. You know what? That might be our next... Fighting games. Yeah, fighting, fighting games. games. That'll be next. Yeah, yeah, that'll be a good one for next one. Yeah. Uh, Smash Brothers will not be in that conversation. No. <laughs> it will not. It will not. But, hey, that's, that is our opinion. And for the first time, I think we... We, we agree wholeheartedly we on agree. everything. Yeah. So, uh, that's a rare time. I thought it was going to be a lot harder. Yeah. Uh, the other ones have been harder. And you know what? I went into it. I'm going to be honest. I went into it saying that Zelda might have to go because... I didn't really play Breath of the Wild that much. Yeah. But then when I had yeah. to look at the whole entire history of the game. Yeah, and what can that's, possibly come. That's what changes your mind. Yeah. Yeah. But hey, that has been one has to go. One has to go. Hey, hey, hey. One has to go. One has to go. You right. One has to go. Yeah. Yeah. One has to go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. One has to go. The others can stay, but one has to go. That's it. That might be a. That's it. We just recorded. We just literally recorded it. the theme song to "One Has to Go." Just like it, it's organic. Yeah, it just. Happens. That's how we created the theme to the, the opening theme. Yeah, really. But that's it. That's been the podcast for this week. Hey, we appreciate you watching the DLC, guys. My name is Matt. This is Xander. And we are the DLC guys. If you want to get more, please hit the like button, subscribe, turn on notifications yes. so you can be notified as soon as we put out a video. Yes. And you can be the first one to tell all your friends. Let people know that you enjoy our content. If you do, tell as many people as you can. Tell them to subscribe. And talk to us. We love to hear what you got to say. We if you respond. Wanna, if you want to hear more characters like Mr. Mr. Pillow Crosby or... Any other characters? OJ might make it appear. I don't know. Who knows? <laughs> we might have a crackhead. <laughs> That'd be great. <laughs> That'd be great. <laughs> That'd be great. Crackheads coming out talking about what what games they're seeing. Crackheads game too. Yeah. Well, they Ooh. play they play the game of life. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Every time they put that needle, they play the game of life. They got. You see that one crackhead that do that backflip off that house? Ooh! I bet you can't do it on concrete. <laughs> <laughs> he got down like. Boom. Dang, it shut off and shut up. <laughs> it shut off and shut up. Hey. I'm all right. right. That's it. Peace. Peace. Yeah, we can. You know what?